What the fuck is up, everybody? Pew pew. <laughs> Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. Hold on, um, that was the nerdiest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> I don't know why I went like. There's a certain. <laughs> there's a certain level of cool you have to be to do finger guns, <laughs> and you did not achieve right. that level of cool yet. It's kind of an old man thing too, though, bro. That's like a. You got to be like someone that was born in the eighties to be able to do that shit. Like, that's some old, that's some Tom Berenger shit. That's just, you can't do that at my age or younger. I don't know why I did it. I was just sitting here, and I was watching a movie, and some fucking dude at some point just goes like this, <laughs> click, and it's supposed to look cool, but it looks like the dumbest thing you could have ever seen in your life. But, <clears throat> anyways. What's up, everybody? Tony here, uh, one half of your favorite fat duo. Here with my buddy Austin. Austin, sir, how are you? I'm doing good. We're rocking and rolling. I'm finally back on. We're, we're finally back live on the radio after a few weeks, and I'm getting ready to go to Texas. We're rocking and rolling. Sick. You're excited about going to Texas, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen my grandma in, like, forever, so. I mean, that's pretty cool, man. That's something to look forward to. I uh, actually, I didn't do much today except for we, um, let's see, what did I do? Besides cleaning house, I went to the gym and signed up for a seven-day free trial. And I got my steps in, so. I don't know if I told you about this, but I started doing like st- uh, daily counting for steps i right. looked it up the average person usually gets like eight thousand well if you're not lazy uh ten thousand is like one of the it's kind of like the what you should get so i started this on monday um i make it my goal to get at least ten thousand if i can push it i'll go to 12 uh monday i got twelve thousand. tuesday i got twelve thousand three hundred something wednesday and thursday i only got about 10,000 maybe a little over and then yesterday I got about 12,000 say I got almost 14,000 so I'm really just setting reminders for myself to go walk and drinking more water and shit and then I told you now, like you know uh, I want to do like a a membership somewhere so I can do like a treadmill or something and then work on going to a cardio machine and then doing you know stairway steps and shit like that so we went to this gym and we're looking at it and it Looks pretty promising. The deal's actually pretty good right now. You don't have to pay for a couple months. So we're like, yeah, okay, we'll check it out. And the guy was like, I suggest doing a seven-day trial before you sign up any on anything because it's a commitment. So checking it out. And, yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself because I had a fucking wake-up call. The other day I was looking at my steps from the past. My average, like, uh, my daily average of steps was 3,000. Yeah, that's how fucking lazy I am. So I was like, yeah, I got to get out there. So what I do is basically I go on walks or literally I pace back and forth in my office at work or here in the living room. And I do it until my Fitbit tells me how much I've had and shit. And yeah, so that's what I've been doing all day. We went and got some protein shit, a lot of stuff to help me with my liver. So yeah, I'm going to weigh myself tomorrow and see if I've burned like a pound, hopefully. And then let's see what else the fuck else did I do today? Right. 
So yeah, I watched a movie. Um, I think I've talked about it before on the show, but I don't know. It's called Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It's a pretty, pretty sick ass movie. I love it. I mean, it's an old one, but it's more like if you like Johnny Depp and Hunter S. Thompson, especially because that's what it is. It's an adaption of Hunter S. Thompson's novel. Other than that, though, man, I've been just tired all day because I got shit for sleep last night. I worked a 12-hour shift yesterday. The only reason I said yes was because of the fact that my pay was raised. So I was like, time and a half, plus what I'm making now? Absolutely. What I wasn't thinking about, though, is those extra four hours required me to do patrols. So after eight hours of sitting around and shit, I had four hours of walking around and on top of doing the steps I was doing and shit, it was kind of kicking my ass. So my feet hurt by the time I got home. But yeah, um, I go imagine not a lot, not a lot going on in the world of me except, um, shit. Just besides wanting to date AOC so bad because I'm sexually repressed. Um, <laughs> did you hear that shit? I had to bring that up. I dim- ridiculous. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's a it's a good response. I'll give her that. That's the credit I'm going to give her. But what, hey, like a, the dumbest thing to say. Sure. Yeah, it was a uh, it was stupid. It was like wow, and a lot of that I think just it has to do with the fact that she was caught hanging out in a state that she bashes, and that's what DeSantis had said. He's like, yo, it's funny that you guys. Loved yeah. a bitch and moan about this state, but you come here to escape the bullshit that you enforce. So, you know, I yeah, see and, it. And, um, and the craziest part of all of it was she comes down and goes like, where's Ron DeSantis? He's at home taking he's literally taking his cancer-ridden wife to her cancer treatments, you absolute whore. <coughs> Did you say whore? <laughs> yes. That's like a trend with you. That time Olivia was building rocks in the fucking patio outside. Well, where's Olivia? Oh, she's preparing for that godless whore. <laughs> oh, dude. That makes me laugh. I don't know why. It's just fucking hilarious. I always tell people, I'm like, Austin's a very professional man. He really doesn't drop any uh, curse bombs. But if he does, it's serious. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, you know what? Um, What's going on with uh, Trump's social media thing? Like, I, I heard there's some sort, some sort of fight back on it. I don't, but I don't know the full story. I didn't look into it. I just know that uh, it may not kick off the way it's supposed to, I guess. Have you heard anything? I I, I haven't. Um, could have been something new I've, that I just haven't well, I guess, attention to recently. Well, the person that brought it up to me was somebody that watches CNN religiously, so I don't even know if the information they gave me was correct. It was like, oh, but the FCC wants to see where his money's coming from to fund it. And I was like, that sounds kind of sketch, but okay. Like, it could be true, but, you know. It's, it was, she was watching CNN when she told me about it, and I was like, yep, that's, uh, of course. And she's like, what's that supposed to mean? And I was like, well, all they talk about is Trump. I don't think you have to be a Republican or a conservative or a hardcore righty to know that they have nothing else to talk about right now. So they just talk about Trump. It's uh, one of the many reasons I like gave up on being a Democrat is I was like, I'm so tired of hearing about Trump. Whether you like him or not, dude, it got annoying. So they still do. They won't talk about how bad things are right now. 
the fact of the matter is things are fucking horrible right now and it affects us everywhere like look at the job market we were just talking about this in the last episode look at how like so many places are hiring but they're having a hard time keeping employees or they can't get anybody it's because nobody wants to work right. because they're getting some of them are getting those checks still or they're not and they're just fucking staying at home i don't know how people make it it's just it's crazy to me they won't talk about that they won't talk about the fact that fucking get off me baby gay <laughs> they won't talk about biden's build back better plan which is it's crap i think that there's really no potential for it i don't understand how anyone could think it would help i mean yeah it could help a lot of people that refuse to work in my opinion just from what i'm seeing because you know how the story goes, like, oh, it'll affect the rich. I'm like, well, not really. It's going to affect everybody else, too, because, you know, I say this all the time. The rich, the rich pay more taxes than most of us do. They pay, like, what is it? It's a pretty big percentage, but the rich pay most of the taxes. So while I can see that works yeah, the rich for— rich pay all net taxes in the United States. Right. And so, like, I can see where their argument is, like, oh, they need to do their part. But when they're paying the most of out of everybody, it's kind of not fair after a while. You can have your opinion on rich people, but the fact of the matter is it's not your money. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm coming from when I'm like, well, that's not going to work. And then it's also going to fuck people like us, the working class, especially the middle class. I don't think they see where this is bad, but they won't talk about how shitty it is. Instead, they talk about how great it'll be. And then, you know, it's, What's that? A, what's that word? A vicious circle or cycle, whatever. That, that's pretty much what it is. So they go right. back to talking about Donald Trump all over again or his horrible family who's out enjoying their lives now that they're no longer being tortured to death. I don't know. It gets old after. I don't even like hearing about Biden anymore because they praise him 24-7. I'm like, can we talk about something else? <laughs> can we talk about the situation with electric cars and shit? Why do we always have to hear about the good hey, so seen, a Democrat go ahead. Have you seen have you seen that video of the dude of the um dudes all, all sitting around with like Shit. Joe Biden t shirts on and then they call little Caesars to order a pizza and they're like, Yo, can we go to um hot and ready's? Yep, that'll be six dollars and ninety five cents. And they go, What? The pizza's supposed to be five dollars. They said inflation got too high, we had to increase the price. They'll rip their joke shirt off and put let's go brandon shirts on they're like he's gone uh, far that's just hilarious dude or where they got the they got him to fucking say let's go brandon they're not not say it but they're like yeah let's go brandon he's like yep <laughs> yeah he might have just been trying to dismiss him but he looked pretty he's, stupid no he's like yeah i agree let's go brandon let's go brandon <laughs> well did you hear about the nascar basically oh, like said, yeah let's go brandon ball. i agree Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Fuck yeah, absolutely. And his wife's like, what? <laughs> She's more coherent than he is. And it doesn't, like I yeah, said. that freaking. Out of my nose. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like all they talk about is fucking Trump or Biden. It's like, come on, dude, let's talk about something that matters for once. Oh, um, you know, here's something that's good for uh discussion and the reason i'm bringing this up is because i'm seeing this in a lot of people so i posted a facebook post a while back that i had to actually remove because i got way too much negative reaction for it and it wasn't that i was like offended i was just like man i'm sick of like seeing people fight each other over this 
it was supposed to be an uplifting post. It was about wanting to do better and be better, like healthy wise, uh, wanting more out of life, like trying to be more successful. Basically, I was just saying like, hey, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with settling if you're happy, but there's also nothing wrong with wanting more. And I'm that person. I want more out of life. I want um, I want more than what I have. Not because I'm greedy right. or hard to please. I just, I feel like it's a good thing to want more success. You should never just like stop at one thing. You know what I mean? But what do you, like, where do you draw the line? Is wanting more a bad thing? Is there ever a point where wanting more is like really bad? I mean, take a rich person, for example. We know that there are a lot of them that are greedy and they want more, but is that really a bad thing? Is it no, really because... wrong? Well, here's my thing. is like, no matter how much money I have, it'll never be enough because I want enough right. money that my, that my great, 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 great grandchildren can go, you know what? Thanks. Great, 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 great grandpa. Now I never have to worry about money ever again. Well, absolutely. And think of it like this too, is sometimes it's about doing things just to keep yourself busy and to essentially it goes back to what I'm saying about success to be successful it, it doesn't always have to be about money. I mean, it could be something like uh, Elon Musk, for example. He makes so much money, but he doesn't do it for the money. He's doing it because he wants to do these things. He said it before. He's like, you know, these are just things I want to do. These are things that I keep my mind occupied with. And that's how I feel is like, you know, I want to tackle bigger positions or bigger, bigger opportunity because I like to be successful. It doesn't always have to be about money, but money does come with it, sure. But, you know, I had a somebody comment on there. It's like, well, when does wanting it, wanting too much become a douchebag move? And I was like, what do you mean? And the person that commented was like, well, it sounds like you're shitting on people that work low-end jobs. And I'm like, well, I mean, in my opinion, a low-end job, it's still a job. But that doesn't make you like – in my opinion, that's not fully successful. Success is continuing to go. It's, it's, it's ever-growing. It doesn't stop. Success is just – continuous it's not settling in and i'm not saying i do that 24 7 because i have settled with my job i've been there for years and unless i become famous at doing this i'm probably going to be doing this job for the rest of my life so you know I'm, I'm not talking about like just jobs i'm like no i'm talking about success there's nothing wrong with wanting to do more why are we shitting on people that want to be successful and they're like why do you need so much money why do you need this and that like are you really better than other people? And so I just stopped answering this person and then other people got involved and they were doing the same thing to each other, just fighting about uh, when, when should enough be enough? And then somebody went on there and put their two cents and then they were like, you know, I understand where you're coming from, but you really shouldn't shit on someone who's better off than you. And that was like, boom goes the dynamite because then this whole like crowd of tribalism on like two different sides just started going off. So I got rid of the post because I was like, I, I can't keep up with this. But it bothered me, and it took a while because I was like, dude, is it really wrong to want to be successful? Because I'm, I'm not saying that you settling in is necessarily a bad thing. But to me, it is because I'm like, dude, you shouldn't just settle. I think you should keep going. Like if I was a, you know, let's say one day for, you know, just hypothetical. Let's say one day you and I become on the same level as Joe Rogan, right? Yes, I'll still want to do the podcast. This is like what I love doing. But I may want to also do other projects on the side. What if I want to direct a movie one day? 
what if I want to do a whole album on my own? Or what if me and you want to do a comic book series and like we make all this money and people are like, oh, they're always just doing shit. They're rich. And it's like, dude, it's has nothing really to do with wanting more. It's just wanting to do more and be more successful. I don't want to just do one thing, you know, and sometimes I want to do stuff because I want to challenge myself. I'm a, I'm a big believer that if you know you can do something, you're not challenging yourself. You should continue to go after more to see if it works or not. That's to me, that's success. There's nothing wrong with wanting more. You know, it's uh, it was weird to me. I was like, what the fuck? But then again, you got to understand, too, this person that got all offended by it was a big old pothead that, as far as I know, they work in a, a nursing home and they're a janitor. So, again, I'm not trying to shit on them, but they have no real ground to stand on. Like, I can see why they're mad, but just by looking at them, I'm like, well, I can totally see why you're mad because, let's face it, you have a shit job, but you probably stayed there long enough to say this is all I can do. I don't know. That's a big <laughs> rant of mine. I, well, one of the things is <laughs> I am super competitive. So if I ever was to get to the point where I had like $980 million and there was someone who had $996 million, I would work my butt off to get that extra couple hundred million dollars just to say I'm richer than that person. Absolutely. I'm competitive just, too, man. I've got a real, just, I'm competitive so in no- nature. Yeah, just so nobody can say, ha I have more money than you. I can just be like, screw you. Now get, look, when I got a billion dollars, you can suck my big billionaire balls. Well, right. And like, I don't think it's a, I'm not saying people can't hate on you for wanting to get more money just to be rich or just to have more money. But I am saying that they're kind of wrong to do so. Just like we'd be kind of wrong to judge them because if they want to settle, then that's on them. But if we want more, that's on us. It shouldn't be like we're shitheads because we want to be successful. You know, like it's just I would I would love to have a lot of money. Maybe not all the money in the world, but like if I could do what Jeff Bezos is doing, basically revolutionary shit, because you can hate on the man all you want. He is responsible for an online shopping experience that everybody, at least nine out of ten people use, and is super convenient. Not to mention Good Amazon boys. Prime, dude. Tens of thousands of people. Right. And if you don't like the situation and you don't like the pay, as my man Ben Shapiro says, then you figure out what you're worth and you go for that elsewhere. You can't expect someone to pay you something when they don't think you're worth that, especially because the product is so cheap. And also the big thing with it is, is um, he already pays his people like three dollars more than the federal minimum wage right to me that's like hey that's more than you deserve because again it goes back to that thing that makes us so evil to say this but if i'm the employer i choose what i pay you so long as it's not against the law if i want to pay you minimum wage that's what i'm going to pay you if i pay you more it's because you earned it or i feel like you know what i got to be competitive in the market But the thing is, too, is you don't necessarily have to be competitive with the job market because eventually somebody's going to do that job. You know, I've said this a million times in my personal life to people and on here on the show. It's no secret. I hated working for Walmart, dude. I think that they're a shit company and they could definitely do more for their employees. But the thing is, dude, it's their company. You know, like 
that's their product. And I get it. Why would they want to pay somebody 18 bucks an hour when literally the product that some of like the, some of the stuff they sell, uh, for example, a ruler or a notebook pad, those are all a couple bucks. So why would they pay someone $18 an hour when the product is so cheap? Especially because it doesn't take a lot of labor to do it. Yes, it's very physical, but why would they pay you when they're, it's just not worth it. That's like me taking something for you to fix. And that something was very cheap for me to own, but you're charging me a lot just to do like maintenance on it. Why the fuck would I do that? You know what I mean? That's just one of those things where it's like, they can decide that as long as it follows the guidelines, which is federal and uh, state. You know, it's, it's very different, too. I can't stand when people think that there needs to be a, a, a federal minimum wage across the board. It's like, well, that's not going to work in a lot of places where the living situation is different, especially right. out here. You know, like we get raises and shit in my line of work, but it doesn't mean much when inflation happens and you know, rent goes up and shit and fucking prices are so the idea of, oh, I deserve more just because to me, that's stupid. But we've had this conversation before. I'm I'm very different on that on that end, but also don't have minimum skill, which again goes back to what we're talking about being successful. When you put in the effort, you'll find it pays off. And you should always challenge yourself, you know, to do more. If you know you're worth more than $5 an hour, or, goddamn, I'm talking about from my time. Okay, what's today? It's like, what, 12 13 bucks, federal minimum wage or whatever? Um, federal minimum wage is $8.75 an hour. Okay, if you know you're worth $8.75 an hour, you prove it. If the employer is not willing to pay you more, then you go elsewhere where they will. It's not hard to have more skill. Go to school if you want a good job, if you want to be a doctor and you want to make that money, then you got to go to college for it. You don't have to go to college to be successful either, though. It's more just about, um, really, it's just about, you know, shooting, having that drive, having the, the passion to be motivated and to being more successful. Kind of like personal responsibility. It's essentially what it is. I don't think it's wrong to want more. I don't think it's wrong to be like, oh, I could never work for 14 bucks an hour. It's not wrong at all to have that mindset. It's wrong to judge people, yes, but I don't think it's a necessarily a bad thing to say, you know what, I do want more out of life. No, I don't need to be a millionaire or a billionaire, but hey, if it happens because of how successful I become, then cool. I mean, I would love for my kids to not have to work ever. Then again, though, that comes back to like, how do you teach them that they need to earn it? You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of hard. When you de- when you give them something for free, they're like, oh, yay. And you're like, oh, man, I fucked up because now they expect it. You still got to teach them how to earn it. That's the crazy part. But I would love to be able to provide for them in a way that they don't have to struggle like I do. You know, I would love to have the money where I can go, hey, Olivia, um, I'll tell you what. I will give you the money to put down on that house. And now it is on you to pay the bills. It is on you to pay that mortgage off. Or I would like to have enough money to pay off the mortgage, give her her home, and tell her, like, hey, this is my gift to you. You'll never have to work that hard for a home again. All you got to do now is work for the essential stuff that you need, food to feed yourself, um, you know, shit to pay the bills. I guess we're going to have to address the fact that we had a fucking error. It doesn't matter. We'll just start from here. Yeah. I don't – I was going on a tangent about wanting 
Uh, hey, folks. Um, my computer froze. Austin kicked me from the chat room on Skype. So <laughs> now we're uh, going to have to pick the ball back up where I don't know where it was left. But basically, wait, you said you were talking shit. What about? Oh, I was just like, he's gone. I was saying that slumber. That brother's gone. <laughs> mm. But yeah, man, I don't. I've always, I was just weird because I was like, you shouldn't like shit on people for wanting to be successful. That's where I started right. taking my health seriously. I was like, you know, I want to be better looking. I want to do better in my 30s than I did in my 20s and on and on and on, you know. But speaking of success, do you think this is another big topic? Uh, something we've been talking about at work, actually. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Gross. Do you think kids can be successful think... when they can't go to goddamn school? <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. If they're working at, like, Chipotle and shit, they're not going to be successful. Unless they work hard enough to take that bitch over. But that's one big if. That's, like, you putting the weed down and, like, actually putting in the effort. Well, here in Colorado, they're shutting school back down again. I know, dude. Over a fucking... I was just talking to my sister about Yeah, and she was like, dude, I found out I have COVID, like, for sure. I got the test results back, but this ain't shit. This is a fucking cold. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, we're all tripping for this? And I was like, yeah, dude, they're closing schools down and shit. Our company officially made it a part of our uniform to have a mask. Gross. That means I have to to wear it even regardless when we get better. It's retarded. Man, you got... (laughs) Really out here got, got vaccinated just to wear a mask. <laughs> yep. I'm so mad. I'm like, oh my fucking lord. Pissed. And then so Olivia does have school Well uh, dude. Hmm. <laughs> I put some thought into it. Let's put it that way. I'm sitting here like, hmm. Of course they do the pay bump thing when this happens. Olivia's school is actually gonna be operating in person. Because they're not part of Adams 14, being that it's a... Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Which is kind of nice, because, dude, I don't know if Chanel would be able to survive. <laughs> that time when she was out of school for, like, a whole fucking year, Chanel found out they were going to be out longer, and she broke down in tears, dude. She was like, no! <laughs> she was like, I gotta find a bridge. Dude, she was really upset. I was like, what's wrong? She's like, it's horrible. You don't understand. <laughs> but... No, kids can't be successful. They're not in school. Not to mention, dude, you can say what you want. I don't think these kids learn anything from tablets or computers. You got to really be like hands-on on paper and pen or whatever. Because I think that's how your brain kind of remembers shit better is when it's more hands-on. I guess you could argue that a tablet's hands-on, but not really. That shit goes away. And it's kind of weird. There's no communication when it's all like everybody go into a Zoom meeting and you're in your fucking PJs. You're not going to take that shit seriously. I wouldn't. Fucking kids. But no, no, no. What I was saying was... Uh, Hold on. I found, a, I found a job you should apply for. Oh, shit. $92,000 a year working for Sierra Nevada Corporation in Inglewood. Security manager. Damn, dude. That's a big... Oh, that's basically like an account manager. Yeah. See, I've seen those in Vegas and shit, dude. They're like... Really, they're big positions that like I would like to have now. 
and I've applied for them and they're like, yeah, we'll take you, but here's the problem. I don't live out there and they won't wait that long enough. You know, like I'd have to start working out there. Right. And then like Janelle here with the kids and I'm like, that ain't going to work yeah, because lead, I have the experience. Lead, lead CPSO on programs and contracts, developing and implementing policy processes, systems required. Maintain as a liaison with government program security con contacts. Establish and manage, and manage facility access procedures. Manage records for security clearances for employees and visitors. Prepare and implement procedures for safeguarding classified material. Manage contracts. Assist in the preparation of documentation and manuals outlining organizational processes. Oversee special program visits and clearing clearance processes, as well as classified document control. Must have right. one year of managing. Oh, damn! Never mind. You can't apply for this one. It requires Why? a minimum of one year experience in managing sensitive compartmented information (SCIs). Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say I have six years of supervisor and account management experience, as well as marketing experience. I've done administrative work. I have all that stuff down. I just one, I don't have the degree for them. So I have to explain my situation and tell them, like, I never went to school for it. I just worked my way up in the company. And that helps my chances a little bit, but not as much as the guy that has a degree, which, in my opinion, kind of fucked. Hey, um, the, the city of Aurora is hiring security managers for their, for their security facility, 92 to 115,000 a year. God damn, dude. See, and, like, I know my boss don't make that at all. Require. Requires a bachelor degree or applicable applicable experience. Oh yeah, I've, I've got it all. I've got and dude, five I years of experience and... as a security manager, supervisor, or responsibility for security assessment. Three years of crime prevention through environmental design evaluation preferred. Son of a bitch. Oh no, I got all hey. that down though. Besides, yeah, you should. You should definitely. Problem. You should definitely apply for this one. I might have to because I have that down, dude. Like I said, I did administrative work. I've run accounts, like national accounts. I've run sites. How, I've had different. How much do you make per hour? Not on, not on this. <laughs> let me, let me. Okay, hold on. Let me drop you. This is going to go on Rumble, isn't it? <laughs> this one's not because we had I, our little I free. I remember what you told me. Your company has your job up for $2 more per hour on Indeed. Ain't that a bitch, dude? Like, I got to go elsewhere. <laughs> well, it depends on the site, too. What is it, though? Oh, it's... Does it say where it's at, though? Um, great question. I'll look. So a lot of the high-paying sites are like downtown and shit, but oh, this no, says this will go. On. So. No, I told him. Okay, yeah, like, well, no, that's the thing too, dude. Is that there's actually so like my job is kind of weird. I have two, I do two positions, but my title is one, and I make that much. But there's positions that are like lower than me that make more. It depends where you go, and it all depends on client, too. Because, like I said, my boss, his uh, job would pay more at other sites. But where he's at, he doesn't make 
nearly enough as he should. I think he makes too much for what he does, but like other sites, if he were to go other places, he could definitely make over like a hundred K, but where we're at, they won't pay that because the client doesn't want to. And the way accounts work is they're national too. So like, um, for example, uh, I don't know if we have a contract with them, but say we had a contract with like, um, I don't know, Verizon or not Verizon T-Mobile. That's a national account. So across the board, they would expect every site to pay the guards the exact same pay, every um, supervisor the exact same pay, and every manager the exact same pay. So that would suck. Like if you were in Vegas, you would be making a killing. But if you're in Colorado, that ain't shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's retarded. Not to mention that you can go to a different site down the street, same position, more money. Yeah, it just depends. And like I said, it's not going to mean much because of inflation and everything. I tell people, people ask me all the time because it's like, hey, how, is security worth it? I'm like, yeah, if you want to be bored. Have you ever have you ever tried like asset um, protection? No, I applied for it though for like a, it was a JCPenney's and Aurora, but when they told me it was going to be Aurora, I went against it because that would basically be like defending my life over items. So this one's in Brighton, JCPenney in Brighton. Oh, no, is it really? I knew it was JC Penny. Dude, cuz okay, when they when I found out about it, it was through an old company I went through and I will say the name of the company cuz I don't work for them no more. It's called Securitas or as I like to call it Secure the Cox. Um they were paying $13 an hour for asset protection. I applied because at the time that was much better than $9 an hour as a patrol guard. They, but they failed to tell me it was in Aurora. And I was like, dude, at the fucking mall where they just had an all-out rumble? Like, no, I'm cool. Not to mention asset protection downtown pays more. We're talking like 18, 19 bucks an hour. Yeah, this and that's is 60, less than what... This is 65000 to 115000 based on experience. Well, yeah, um, if you have degrees, bro... They will pay you more. Like, uh, also, it has to do with um, seniority. So, like, uh, I worked a site for Securitas a long time ago where the guy that was the lobby guard, right, just the lobby desk attendant, he had been there for 15 years. He made more than anybody there. But because <laughs> it's, isn't that fucked yeah, up? Yeah, he just said Because eventually those freaking um, cost of living um raises start to catch up they won't now that's joe biden because of inflation but <laughs> right but like, that fucks people like him that have been there forever they're like hey you better raise the price or i'm leaving because if you're gonna pay these guards more wages to start out i better get paid more too and that causes a lot of issues and they don't see it as a threat until people start leaving but i was there and this guy made more money than the site supervisor and that's why the site supervisor didn't like him I got the full rundown of it one day. It was just like security guard gossip. And the guy was just like, well, the fucker hates me because I make more than him. And I was like, how? There's no way. I don't believe you. He showed me his pay stub. And then I found out through word of mouth how much the position paid for the site supervisor. And I was like, oh, yeah, he makes like 10 times more. But it's because of the seniority. The guy had been there for, like I said, over 15 years. And that wasn't just for the company. He worked for that company longer in different positions and he worked for multiple uh, security companies that building had gone through three different security accounts because of bidding he stayed all the way through 
So they liked him enough. They were like, well, we're going to pay him more. And mind you, I've, I've worked sites where people have been there over 10 years doing the same thing at the lobby desk and they don't make nearly as much as he did. But yeah, when I was at Securitas, he was making like a, sh- a grip load. And he was smart to stay where he was. I was like, damn, dude, you're going to be making good money in the future. And that's when he had mentioned like, yeah, it's all about seniority. I just didn't believe him. I was like, no. But if you have degrees, that helps too. Because think of it like this. Uh this again, it's another Securitas story. I took a pay cut to be an armed guard. It was a higher position with low pay, but that was because it was to get your foot in the door to do higher paying sites. The problem was it was kind of a what you would call out of sight, out of mind. So Secure the Cox has a a tendency to take guards and throw them into sites and then never speak to them again. They like leave you there. It's like they put you in a shack in the middle of a distribution center and they never come back. That's what happened to me. It wasn't until I went to another security company that that changed. But yeah, I got a pay cut for a bigger position. It was bullshit. I was like $12.95 to be an armed guard. HSS was paying more at the time. I think it was like 19 bucks an hour. It probably has been raised because that was like seven years ago. But yeah, like I found sites that pay more what I make now with less responsibility of what I do. And I'm like, the fuck am I doing here? But the thing that this is where I, I actually have settled. I like where I'm at. Like I said, I'm I'm never going to name the name of the company I work for just in case there's those trolls out there that want to ruin my life. And I'm never going to name that exact location at work, but I'm happy where I'm at. That's why I've stayed. He works but for Security on- Central in Colorado Springs. Perfect. Because if they go look at dude, you know how much gas they're going to waste? <laughs> All for them to find out it's not accurate. They're going to be like, that's sort of a bitch on the podcast said this is where he works. <laughs> they're going to go door beat up. I hate your show. And they fuck up this other dude. <laughs> There's another fat Mexican in there. He's just like, for the love of God, it's not me. <laughs> they're beating up. He's like, what's this He's getting an unknown ass whooping, dude. <laughs> That would suck. Some dude, on yeah, here no. wrote, it, some dude on here wrote, if you work overtime at McDonald's, does that mean you work at a McDouble? Essentially, yeah. And they give that out like candy there because they can't get anyone to stay. When I was in high school, that was one of my first jobs besides working at a haunted house. And I hated it, dude, because they didn't like me doing the floors because I took my time. I'm 17 years old, dude. I'm still learning. So they put me on the fry as a fry cook. They called me the fry master. Dude, I was excellent at it. That meant I got stuck there, though. And they couldn't have anyone manning it after, um, like, an hour before my shift ended. So they were like, hey, do you want to go do dishes or stay and do, like, all the death scrubbing on the floors? And I was like, uh, wouldn't that be overtime for me? They're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, absolutely. And then I found out why nobody wants to fucking do it. Yeah, and they didn't pay me overtime because I'm a kid. That's illegal. So, yeah. Fucking assholes, dude. I've I've sworn up and down I will never work retail or restaurant ever again. Dude, where I'm at, to me, it's the lowest of the totem pole. That's as far down as I'll go. I'm not doing a restaurant. Nothing against people that do it because I know you do the, the food truck business. And, hey, man, you're making a killing doing it. So I can't be that judgmental. I'm just saying for me, I'm like, no, fuck that. Right. 
Yeah, dude. Like, I just, okay, like, let me rephrase that. I could never work at McDonald's ever again. And I will never fucking work in a restaurant unless I'm managing it. And, dude, being a manager is not easy. People no, think it, it is. I was one of those guys. I was like, I hate the manager because he just sits in his office. And then I saw what he was doing. And I was like, damn, dude, his life must blow. Because he's like. I've got 62 spreadsheets that got to go through, you freaking faggot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm busy. Dude, he was like that, though. He was always in his office. And I was like, he just gets to chill there all day. But then I went in there and saw the shit he had to do and how stressed out he was. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna go clean dishes. Fuck that. <laughs> they, um, you see that video of that pastor who's like, I don't care if my kids are gay. Uh, I, I don't care if my wife turns out to be gay. I'm even gay. But what I don't want my kids to be are filthy faggots. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you were telling me something about that in the past <laughs> because uh, we had somebody there that was very like sensitive. And you went off on the joke, and all of a sudden the room got quiet. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. What have you done? Oh, fuck. Nah, man, I uh, I tell people all the time, if you're going to get into security, make sure you do your research, because I never did in the beginning, and that's how I got manhandled. But once I started putting my foot down and basically having my demands met, then I was, like, fine with where I was at. You just, you can't let them treat you like shit, but you also can't walk into this as a kid and be like, I deserve 18 an hour. Like, no, you don't. Right. You don't. I'll pay you 14. You'll get 14 to start. If you're here past a year and you do good, I'll raise it to 16. You stay longer than that, I'll see that you get bonuses and shit. But like, I'm not paying you 18. No fucking way. And if they want to go work at Chick-fil-A for 16, 17 bucks, then I'm like, go ahead, be my guest. Oh, my God, dude, that reminds me. I got to talk about this. So this kind of goes into, like, my uh, wrestling rundown. The other night on AEW um, Dynamite, uh, there's been – so there's been, like, a um, a feud going on between CM Punk and MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who, as I've said in the past, I've talked about him on the show. He's one of the greatest characters of all time. He stays in character, dude. He's an asshole. Like, you got to look him up on YouTube, dude. He's always ripping on fans and little kids and shit. Like, he just talks major shit. And they report him all the time, but they're like, he's staying in character. That's a good fucking employee. Well, anyway, there's a feud going on between the two. And so for, like, weeks now, they come out and they trash talk each other, but they drop little WWE bombs in there just to talk shit. Well, if you know my boy CM Punk as much as I do, you know that one of the primary reasons that he left WWE besides the fact that he was injured and he was sick of the riding crew and where it was going, he never ever headlined or main event, there we go, main event at WrestleMania. He was at the top of his freaking career. He was as big as John Cena. He was the next John Cena. Dude, They put John Cena lower than him so that he can lead the show. He was like the Roman Reigns of his time. He never headlined WrestleMania. And he said that all the time. He's like, I fucking hated that. They were like, well, you are the main event. And he's like, dude, you can have four main events. The main event is the last match. And that's what he said. So MJF and him are going at it on Wednesday night, dude. They're talking. And MJF is like, you know, we all know that the biggest problem you have is that you've never main evented a WrestleMania. 
And to be quite honest with you, if I don't start getting better treatment here in this company, I'll go main event at WrestleMania. And CM Punk starts and he's like, you know what, dude? Be my guest. If you think the grass is greener on the other side, go ahead. Maybe one day you will main event on the fourth night of the buy one, get one free extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just dying. I was like, damn, dude, they're throwing fucking jabs. But you could tell it got under his skin. Sam Hook was like, ah, oh, you little son of a bitch. Because they're like going super below the belt, dude. I think I mentioned this in a past episode, but I got to bring it up again because it was one of the funniest moments of all time. They were going at it again on the mic. MJF is talking about how he's better than you. You know it. That's his slogan. He's better than CM Punk. And he's telling CM Punk, like, you know, you come out here with your PG Punk attitude and you start saying things that remind me of somebody who once said, hustle, loyalty, respect. John Cena jab. And CM Punk couldn't stand John Cena at that time. So he's just looking down like, you son of a bitch. And so then he's like, you know what, dude? The only way you'll ever be anything in this company is if Tony Khan, who's the owner, by the way, is if Tony Khan has a daughter that you marry. Which is a job. Yeah, and I was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. I love it, man. Like, it's just getting better and better. They're building the fuck out of it. They're juicing it up. I'm a little upset because... For weeks now, they've been uh, advertising for a show, a Saturday special, which was today. It was called Battle of the Belts. I found out, dude, that it's a TNT special. So I was like, yeah, I have TNT. Dude, it's not available in my fucking territory. This took place in North Carolina, so it's on one side. Yeah, it was like, you can, yeah, it's all you can stream this on Fight TV with a subscription. And I was like, let's check it out because they offered, you know, a seven-day trial. I click on it, it's like, we're sorry, this is not available for streaming in your territory. And I was like, God damn it, I'm just not meant to watch this fucking show. I was so mad, dude. I had it set to record and everything. Eight o'clock rolls around, I go to watch it, and it's not there. The fucking Meg with Jason Statham is on until 9.30. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> this isn't AEW. <laughs> I was so mad, I was looking it up, dude, nowhere to be found. No, I've started watching on like TikTok and stuff. The um freaking um like amateur wrestling. Oh, you mean like uh the yeah like the they do indoors and shit like the small companies the local shit. Yeah. Or backyard wrestling it's always cool. Did you see that video I sent you? Yeah, the dude goes the dude out, dives through the freaking door and knocks the dude out. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's also some dude who's like 500 pounds body slamming people. I know, he jumps on that guy that's on the table and you just hear him go, oh, fuck! <laughs> it's so great. There's, um, there's this dude and he's like running, he trips and a guy jumps on top of him and it cuts to that one guy goes, next day, the motherfucker was dead. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that, those amateur wrestling though, a lot of good wrestling comes from those because that's real, like, that's real um, staged wrestling. WWE and AEW have a tendency to be Broadway experiment because that's what it is. It's entertainment. They have to have storylines. A lot of the local ones don't really have storylines. Like they do, they build up little feuds between the wrestlers and shit. It's less about production value and story and it's more about the talent being in the ring. So they have some of the best wrestlers there and you see them just flying all over and you see big dudes just tossing people. In fact, one of the coolest videos I saw, it took place in a fucking ballroom. And, dude, the ring is literally, like, six feet 
from the ceiling. So the guy gets on the top turnbuckle to go do his little move, and he gets stuck, like, in the fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. What the fuck is this? That would yeah, blow. It's like, holding on for dear life. Yeah, I freaking watch it and just laugh for like, 50, for, like, 15 minutes on him. Like, that when that dude dives <laughs> oh, through that fuck. freaking... Goes for the through the door and the door doesn't break and it freaking smacks that dude in the head. He's just not laying there, knocked out. He's like, <laughs> wake up, wake up! <laughs> like you see the dead. rail panic. <laughs> oh my god, man! I've been really loving wrestling lately. I I even been tuning into SmackDown because I want to see um more and more of like uh, what's going on with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Because as I had mentioned on the last episode, Brock Lesnar, well, not the last episode, the one before that, Brock had won the WWE champion in a last-minute match because Roman was uh, supposedly being quarantined because of COVID. Well, he was cleared to compete tonight, or not tonight, uh, last night, and I was watching it. And, uh, of course, they don't really go anywhere with it. Brock shows up, and he's just, like, poking at Roman. He's like, hey, look, I got what I wanted, a title, and I'm, I'm the title. I'm, I'm the champion. Acknowledge me, just talking shit. Roman gets a cheap shot at him, and then they, like, dissolve the story. And uh, the general manager of SmackDown, Adam Pierce, is like, hey, I chose your opponent. And at the end of the show, you find out Roman's opponent, which is not Brock Lesnar like you thought it would be, is Seth Rollins. And that's going to take place at Royal Rumble, which is in, like, two, three weeks. I was actually going to ask you if you wanted to come over because that's one of the bigger pay-per-views that I've invited you over for. Royal Rumble and WrestleMania are the ones where I'm like, hey, you want to come over? Because they're, the, they're fairly decent. Royal Rumble is always pretty good. I just love watching all those fucking dudes fight for that one spot. So if you want to, let me know. I'll send you a text with all the, all the details. Yeah, but that's, that's in a couple of weeks. It's probably going to be a Sunday, I imagine. But there's that. We uh, don't get to see Brock and Roman like I would have liked to have had. I bet you they're probably saving it for WrestleMania, but I think that's so stupid. It's time for Roman to lose that fucking title, but enough with the wrestling rundown. There is one last thing I wanted to discuss. It's kind of important. Did you hear about the teacher? Now, I'm not going to give you a lot of info because I don't have a lot of info, but here's the punchline. There's a teacher that's forcing kids to learn about trans LGBT shit. And she posted a TikTok like, I'm coming for your kids. I'm going to tell them you're going to fucking respect me. Yeah, I don't. That's all I have. I don't know, like, what school this is or well, what the county. Prob- but apparently, the, pro- may- the problem is that's, like, freaking all over the place. Well, right. But this one was, like, a big deal because a teacher was allowed to say all that shit. Like, the school didn't fire. Oh, I'm sure she's and- fired now. Well, once the parents find out, yeah, they get pissed. She's like, I think it's a he trying to be a she. I can't remember. I don't fucking know. But basically, the TikTok videos are like, I'm coming for your kids. You can feed your kids all that filthy brainwash at home. I'm going to teach them about being open-minded. Like, you're going to fucking respect me and shit. Like, targeting, just being really threatening. And I was like, yeah, that's not really the way to go about it. You'd be better off being sneaky like they do anyway. Matter of fact, somebody close to me, dude, The they were telling me their kid was coming home saying that she thought she was a boy. And this person was like, no, we're going to go see a therapist. And I was like, no, that's the worst thing you could have done. And they're like, why? I'm like, that therapist is going to tell them they're a boy. 
Like, I already know how this is going. And guess what? That's what's happening. And I'm like, bro, you're about to lose your kid. Because that yeah, therapist, you... those teachers, they're going to teach that kid to hate you. So fucking sad, man. It's not even the part where, like, we can't let people be who they want to be. It's just fucked up. The way they're, like, targeting innocent children. And you know how I feel about that shit. We won't get too into that, but... And purposely turning kids against their parents. Yeah, it's the most sickening shit in the world. And somehow it's gotten to the point where it's, like, uh, almost accepted. And as I've said in the past, you know, there's a difference between open-mindedness and social engineering because it feels like that's what they're doing they're trying to throw away everything that we're trying to do for our kids we're trying to teach them about morals and values and they're throwing it away for what they call morals and values which is just absolute insanity pure evil pure fucking evil i don't know man it's fucking it's heartbreaking because like you Look at these kids, man. They're beautiful, innocent children. They have no idea what's coming. And they're being used. They're being yeah. like... They're projects, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. They're like lab rats. Fuck, man. Oh, shit. One last thing. And it's about Trump. Did you watch the Candace Owens or listen to this episode where she interviewed him? I have not, no. So... Trump got a lot of heat from his own supporters because he was supporting the vaccine, which we already knew that, though, because he took it. And, and he was like, his, oh, I think the vaccine is a good thing. Yeah, he, he's the guy who kind of freaking had it built, made, so of course he's going to Yeah, and I was like, of course, yeah, and people got all mad, and I'm like, dude, it's not a bad thing. I've never, even I've never said the vaccine was bad. I was worried about it, but then it turned into what I'm more worried about is, um, the uh the legal shit behind it you know the forcing people like that shit's not natural in america that's the shit that scares me i've never once said like uh the vaccines are gonna kill you and shit like i worried they were but i was like you know they've been around long enough there's no science to prove that they're just out here killing people so i'm not anti-vaccine i'm like hey get your vaccine if you want it if you do cool whatever if you don't whatever i'm not for forcing people to get it i think that's just uh it's not moral but it made sense that here's my problem okay if the government was going to kill a bunch of people why would it kill the people that are most loyal and most likely to listen to them if the government was going to kill people kill the people who are speculative and all this stuff Right, exactly. That's the way I look at it, too. I'm like, you know, I don't think that that's how they would do it, especially because they brainwashed enough people into believing their bullshit. So I really don't think they'd attack their own people first. I think they would use them against us. So that's just my stance on it. But shit, brother, we have hit the end of the road, as I like to say. Um, Yes, this episode will be on Rumble for those of you listening, but you will not get the uh, the video part just because we have technical difficulties so it's basically going to be an audio episode and then as you know it'll also be available monday at its regular time on a spotify anchor wherever you look but you can mostly find it at the home base the great 
Again, that is the greatgirthpodcast.com. That is where you can find our backload, backlog of episodes. It's kind of like Pornhub. we got a backload thing going, too. Um, but shit, man, that was fun. We'll save some more for the Friday episode. Thanks, guys, for listening. I am one half of your favorite fat duo. Austin, buddy, I'll see you on Friday. Adios.